Hello. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Uh, We sound really good, don't we, this week? We do sound very good this week. Um, Hello, dear listener. Welcome to another episode of Football by Numbers. Uh, this is a brand new football podcast about numbers and the players who wear them. Badly. Indeed. So the premise of the podcast is very simple. We'll just kind of go over that just so people are kind of clear yeah. as to what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Um, each week we take a different shirt number and dissect the bejesus out of it, examining the players who, to be frank, shouldn't have been wearing that ruddy bloody number. Um, so if you're right back, for example, like we covered off in um, in. Uh, well, what, hang on. What about if you're a left back? Or you wearing number three? Yeah. Okay. That's you know. <laughs> you, you throw me there. Oh, sorry. I was, sorry. I was just. I was going to say if you're a right back, ah. and you wear number two. Yes. Um, you shouldn't be wearing number two if you're a marauding midfielder, Clint Dempsey. Um, each week we'll pick a number and a bunch of players who, in our opinion, have disgraced the footballing gods for wearing the wrong shirt number. Um, yeah. So hopefully by the end of the series we'll have compiled an all-time eleven yeah. of the wrong ones. And hopefully we would have like kept, we'd have had some like actual stuff to keep talking about because yeah. we're running out a bit, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. What are we on episode three? It's episode three, and yeah, we're kind of really scraping the barrel already. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so because we were scraping the barrel, we thought we needed to jump straight to a number that we both kind of felt we had a little bit of ammunition in and around. Yeah, true. And that number is number nine this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, Bry. Mm. So how are we defining? Number nine. Uh, okay. Well, number nine, I would say, is uh, a bit of a... He's just a striker, definitely. That's yep. that's that's a given. But, I mean, we don't even have to explain that. Uh, but the kind of striker that's a bit of a sneaky one, uh, offside a lot, will um, not really do too much other than score. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Have but, you got somebody in mind to use to play with? Um, to, to be to be honest, actually, the people that I used to play with, I used to play with a lot, a lot of strikers. But um, everyone wanted to be a striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But In the nineties. Um, but they they all seem to wear number ten. I mean, I don't know who was wearing nine in in our like uh, in my school team, or whatever. But yeah, Joe Dance was he was he was probably a typical striker, but he wore number ten. Same with Patrick <laughs> Labram. Uh, Martin Turner was just a sort of a drifter who would just... In life? Um, not in life, but he definitely played by his own rules. So he, he would wear 8, 10, 11. I think it, we had an argument once about uh, where we got really angry uh, when we were on holiday in Magaluf about um, how he wore number 21 and I was saying that was a stupid number and he... Um, well, yeah. you, uh, I mean, I think he had the last laugh when Andre Perlo turned up. That's true, yeah. But this, yeah, he did, but... Um, did you, have squad, did, long gone. did you all have squad numbers in Magaluf? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we just... Oh, right, buzz, buzz, buzz. It'll be number seven. <laughs> no, I think we just had sunburn and, uh, and our virginities <laughs> fully intact. Um, but yeah, what about you? When you think of a number nine, like, you know, what do you, what do you think uh, of? I don't know, because I, I, like, I, I tend to kind of geek out a little bit on the evolution side. So as you may start to... Notice the list. I like kind of looking at the evolution of the number nine and yeah. to the numbers. And I think like you look back to the heyday, like for us at least the the, the early to mid nineties. Yeah. The number nine was the Dion Dublins, the Niall Quinns, yeah. like yeah, the Yanaga big, <laughs> the big bastards who oh, all right. they had to do really was hold up play. Yeah, like have their back back to goal. Yeah. Just and then just knock it down for the wee man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that was that was the number nine. Yeah, and then and then it got to a little bit more about um, speed. So right. like it was more about finishing. Nicky. Like yeah. but, you know, so if you were number nine, you were a finisher. Shearer, yeah. like one arm salute. Andy you know, Cole, Andy Cole, like that. You you were a finisher. And now I think a number nine is 
like all of those in one kind of Greek Adonis of a man. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, bit of a powerhouse can hold it up, can head it in, can shoot from fucking miles yeah. out, but you can also like just tap it in and like exactly do one of those annoying ones where it just rolls in. Probably, probably the type of men or women. Come on, it's twenty first century. Yeah, true. Um, who were good at every sport and had a choice of sports to choose right, from. Right, okay, yeah. Like, um, I think Stuart Broad, I don't know why he's suddenly come to mind, but a, cricket, a rugby cricket, player? cricket player. I know England. nothing about um, anything other than football, by the way. That, all the rest, sport, I just don't like it, but football. But I think he had a choice of, I think he had a choice of like cricket and football. I don't know what, I don't know, if, I don't know if that's Yeah, but didn't Phil correct. Neville? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. You know. Oh. Right, it's www.footballbynumbers.com So who did you play with at, um, at like youth level? Craig Oldham. Craig Oldham. Craig Oldham, uh, okay, what's nine. he like? Oh yeah, no, sorry. Craig Oldham was number 10 and then um, Phil Mason. Phil Mason, number 9. Is he? Um, where is he now? Is he... <laughs> no idea, no oh, idea. Okay. But he, he, was, he was the quietest... But probably the most like one of the most talented players I played with. Yeah, just was very a very good footballer. Excellent touch of the ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he but he was like quite effeminate. Right. Um, well, you know that that sort of goes with the territory as well because if you think about certain strikers, the very slight ones, and I'm thinking like in, of Inzaghi. You know, he's very effeminate. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to have anything other than... If you know that if you kick the ball, nine times out of ten, it's going to go in the bottom corner, <laughs> then you don't really need to be that strong. You don't need to be that, like, fast. Well, you need to be a little bit fast, but, you know, that doesn't have to be your main attribute. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think with, with when you'd go training or, like, you know, when you're moving more into Sunday League football or something like that, the number nine would be a bit quiet. I mean, he sort of, we talked about number twos last week, and I think they sometimes share some of the same... Albeit different, like sort of like the some same sort of um, attributes. attributes, but a number two's attributes uh, are way down the pecking order and, and make him a shit <laughs> person in the dressing room. Whereas yeah. a number nine, you know, very limited skill set, but what that skill, what those skills do bring are goals. So he can be quiet and a bit like a bit, you know, antisocial, but he's ultimately one of the lads because he's got you out of trouble so many times. You yeah, know exactly. I mean? he's, he's, the, he's the guy, yeah, like you say, in and out, in and, on and off the pitch who will, uh, who will get you out of uh, a spot of bother. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, maybe he'd come and pick you up. You know, if, yeah. you were like, if you'd like got on the wrong train and you were battered and you were in like Peterborough, <laughs> he'd be like, all right, I'll come it, get you. That sounds like... Uh... Like it's like an anecdote. Uh, I just I've woken up a lot of times in Peterborough. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So am I. Um, just got to learn what? to like look at where the train's going <laughs> and not fall asleep. Well, what happened in Peterborough? What did you do? Uh, I'd rather not talk about it. It's uh, it's why I've got a bit of a twitch. I once uh, I once managed Peterborough United on Championship Manager. Oh really? Took them to uh, European Cup final glory. Really? Yep. Twice. Wow. Actual. Yeah. Because I've never, whenever I used to play Championship Manager, I would always just go in straight as Barcelona or Arsenal or something like that. Just I want, I want the best players. I want to do it now. Whereas you want them people who start at the bottom and, yeah. and work your way yeah, up. That's like the a difference real... between you and I, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If I'm going to waste my time and spend the best part of like my adolescence um, staring at a screen, I want to feel at least uh, an element of. Um, I'm searching for a word, but I can't, like, actually, there's nothing, it's, it's just a complete waste of time, isn't it? <laughs> I it is. But that just made me think that's what I do for a living now, and I'd much prefer be do, doing that, taking Peterborough United to the... What do you uh, mean you do that for a living? Well, I sit and stare at a screen all day. No, but you're making stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I guess I was making history. Um, <laughs> I suppose you were. Did you run down, do you remember, um, what's his name, Barry Fry? 
yeah. legged it. Did you leg it down the the end of the road when you were um, when you'd won the Champions League final? I did. I remember out the like, front door. Oh, where are you going, Tim? Dinner's nearly ready. <laughs> Why have you got a suit on? <laughs> because it's European Cup final, Mum. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Although Barry Fry would never wear a suit. No. Couldn't find one to off the rack that would fit him. I imagine. Did you, did you, did you ever watch that um, TV show with Barry Fry? It was like um, it was on like when Big Ron went iffy. Did, no. you ever, did you ever watch that? When Big Ron went iffy. So Ron Atkinson goes yeah. in as a football management troubleshooter. Yeah. Um, and he went in to kind of coach, I guess, iffy Honora, um, who at oh, the time okay. was one of the few black managers in the, the kind of the football was league. Was this a sort of, um, was, was post- him trying to repair his career? <laughs> <Yeah>. Fucking hell. Could <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he be more transparent? Yeah, it was... It was Something that he it was compelling viewing, but yeah, you could every, everyone could see like the reason why the real reason why he was there. They couldn't give a fuck about Swindon Town. Just wanted to what show channel that. was it on? Was it on like Sky One? Sky One. Uh, it was good. It was good, but like you say, everyone could like see right through the um, the the kind of veneer of the show. Um, <laughs> oh, what Ron's just gone in to like help Swindon Town out for no money. He also wants to show people that he likes black people too. <laughs> yeah, he's not a raging <laughs> hardcore racist. <laughs> I had Paul Parker on my team once. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, okay. So back to business. Back to business. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, shirts in or out, number nines. Oh. <laughs> I think, well, yeah. Uh, I was thinking more about that was just a general question. But because I think, I think, well, if we, get, if we are on the, talk, on the subject of shirts in or shirts out, yeah. right, I think all number nines had their shirt tucked in. That's, that is an attribute of a number nine, isn't it? I mean, I can't think of any that wore them out. I mean, maybe. Shearer would never have. Had his shirt no, and if, and if there was another number nine, like say in the youth squad or something, he'd be like, tuck that shirt in right now. Or even like on the op- in like at the centre circle before a game and he's talking to the opposing number nine. <laughs> what the hell's that? <laughs> tuck that in. Um, yeah, and like Inzaghi, you know, he would tuck it in, wouldn't he? I keep going back to Inzaghi, but I just, he, he sums up something so strong in a number nine. Because he was a bit of bit, I don't know. He just came across a bit flaky, waif, waif yeah, like, very waif. very silky, and could, like you say, always, always score with some part of his anatomy. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think he was like as a lover? By the way, <laughs> very delicate. Very delicate. Do yeah, you think so? Very delicate. I think he would definitely like you know he'd be screaming and running off immediately, yes. wouldn't he? And like you know, in and out. Yes. <laughs> I've scored um, again. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Two minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, w- when you played, did you have your shirt tucked in or did it, was it tucked or was it untucked? Yeah, because um, really? it, purely because if I'd untucked my shirt, it would have looked, just looked like a long dress. <laughs> oh, like a nighty. <laughs> like a nighty. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was, again, it was in those days where like there wasn't really that much of a choice with the different shirt sizes. Yeah, yeah. And being like a smaller, smaller fella. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just tucked it in. Yeah. Sometimes popped out did, the did, bottom did, of my shorts. What did you ever do the um the half tuck in, half tuck out like uh, Lee Sharp used to do? Yeah, try uh, the, the front tuck. Yeah, the front tuck in, so just leave it out. Yeah, hanging, hanging out, out the back. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was quite cool. Oh, I used okay. to always wear my shirt out because Waddle wore his shirt out, so it was like you know whatever Waddle does, I do. Although I could never, I think I only learned to do a step over in an actual competitive match when I was about 
31 or something like that. I never, <laughs> never found the confidence to, to actually do that to someone. Right, at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. To like I was going to step over in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meg's jam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was carrying the teas. Anyway, um, should we have a little break? Just have um, a little break, yeah. Yeah, well, so we can hear from our sponsors. Guten Tag, this is Deutsch Superstriker mit Axel on his back, Jürgen Klinsy Klinsmann, and this Sonntag I am holding the football event of the season, the Glitzy Swapsy mit Klinsy. Bring all your panini sticker swapsies and enjoy a wunderschön strudel and tea while you are here. However, there are rules. No regular stickers, no Jeff Kenners, no Roland Nielsen, no Pro Set, only panini, and only Glitzies. The Glitzy Swapsy mit Klinsy will start at 9am sharp, and lateness will not be tolerated. Tschüss! Uh, hello, we're back. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good, yeah. Uh, so, um, I uh, think we should just get straight to the meat of the podcast now. Yes. What makes, um, well, number nines, who's not hitting that brief? <laughs> who's a shit number nine? Who's wearing number nine when they shouldn't? Yeah, who you got, Brian? Uh, yeah, I've asked you, but I'm going to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start off with... Um, Demetrio Albertini. Um, now, Demetrio do you remember who Albertini. he is? I mean, I'm, is it Demetrio or Demetrio? Demetrio. Demetrio. Um, yeah, he played for Milan uh, for most of his career. Um, a stalwart of the uh, Italy centre midfield. Um, centre mid? Yeah, centre midfielder. So there, there we go. That's, that's What the fuck is he doing with the number nine shirt on? Well, you know, someone else out there might be like, he never wore nine, you twat. But it's like, <laughs> on the contrary... For one tournament in uh, 1998, the World Cup, he was wearing number nine. And I remember this was like right in the peak of my interest of football. Yeah. Um, right before the dark years where I couldn't remember anything because I was start- I think my the first game I actually got drunk watching uh, was in the 1998 World Cup, the Columbia game, England v. Columbia. Um, but yeah, so memories are, you know, I'm, I'm noticing everything. Football boots, <laughs> football kits, um, Italy... Well, um, had a really weird number system. And I've since discovered that um, the reason that he was wearing number nine was what they would do is they would number their squad by position. So number one would be goalkeeper. And then from like two till eight are like defenders. Nine. What, you mean their whole squad would be numbered or portioned? So the first... Yeah, so the first like, you know, if you've got six defenders, that's, you know, that's... Two to seven, do you know what I mean? Straight away. And then, uh, yeah, so like nine to 19 or, or 18 would be, uh, would be the midfielders and then the rest of the, the attackers. And I think they would have one exception for the number 10, which in this tournament was Del Piero. So uh, it just made me think, you know, it was really weird that he was... When I saw him wearing number nine, it was just like... Because a centre midfielder is not... Especially one of his sort of calibre, where he's not like a goal-scoring sort of uh, midfielder. He just get, you know, he just passes it on. He does the odd tackle. He's kind of, he's a bit of a blah kind of nothing player. And yeah, see him the, wearing number nine was occasional weird. Occasional Hollywood, but nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, would potentially kind of appear in a highlights package, but nothing to. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe be one of the first to go and celebrate with the, the goal scorer. <laughs> yeah, or you know when they sort of say, you know, like you say about a good referee, like you didn't even know he was on the pitch. I think that's what. Someone would probably use that as a way hey, Demetrio, to... Demetrio, he had a good game today. Yeah. Didn't, didn't even notice it. Didn't even notice it. Yeah. And that's how you know he was good. He didn't do anything <laughs> bad. He didn't do anything good. Um, and what I've found out since then uh, by um, Googling him... <laughs> Google. <laughs> um, exactly, Google. Um, he, um, he is now uh, the sporting director at Parma and is also the vice president of the Italian FA. So... He really was, you know, he's really carried on that sort of I am 
you can trust me. I am a sensible man. Yeah. I'm a sensible player. And now I'm going to be a sensible diplomat kind of <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, it does sound like quite, yeah, quite diplomatic. Yeah. Like diplomatic football. Do you know what? I think we're just going to pass the ball sideways on this occasion. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Thanks for that, Dimitri. Really sticking your neck out with that pass, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because um, um, I used to, cause I thought you, he wore number four. Yeah, like I think he wore number four Milan. a lot, yeah. Um, and, we, you know, we've talked about centre midfielders... I think I don't know when number fours were, were when when centre midfielders were allowed to wear four, but you know, I think I, the, Bra- I, the Brazilians. I, it's okay kick- that it's happened, but you know, I, I you know I want to know why. I th- yeah, I think it was the Brazilians who kind of kickstarted that. They also kind of um, uh, turned number sixes into into fullbacks, number threes. Yeah, yeah. Roberto think, Carlos et al. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we're still talking about nines, aren't yeah. we? Who have you got anyone? Have you got any nines? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of wrong ones. Yeah. Um, First one being probably quite an obvious one um, for more of the mainstream listener. Yeah. Um, Khalid Boularouz. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is a household name, isn't it? Household name. So he um, he was uh, signed by Mourinho yeah. from uh, Stuttgart to Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, for about like eight million quid. Yeah. And one of the like Mourinho's first or second season, I can't remember. Which. Okay. And that yeah, was back he, when eight million quid was a substantial amount. Well, not, I mean, not yeah. it wasn't you're not breaking the bank, but it was a, it was an amount we had to you had to like okay it. And certainly for a player of his ability, it was a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he he barely played. He was, he was a Dutch international at Stuttgart. And what I thought was interesting about him was. Um, I found on like Wikipedia that um, goalkeeper and international teammate Edwin van der Sar said of Bilirouz, he's an important defender. I'm going to, I'm going to try and do the voice. <laughs> yeah, go on. He's an important defender. Um, but and I lover. Can't, I, and a lover. <laughs> uh, I can't do the voice. But he's also the man to lift spirits within the squad. He is the sort of guy you need around during long evenings at the training camp. <laughs> so you may as well have said, if you've lost your shin pads, you can borrow his. He gets the Clubman Award every season. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, like that means he's shit. It's like the shittest, like kind of, uh, you know, like back, backhanded back, compliment. Backhanded compliment. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's the only, that's the, you've read that quote because it's probably the only quote anyone has ever said about him. Yeah. Like, you know, you're really having to search around. And the only thing that they could say about him was, yeah. Really good in the dressing room. <laughs> yeah. I heard his nickname was the um, the cannibal. Yeah, because he, he he used to chop people down like he right. was a, he was a dirty bastard. <laughs> like very limited. Ability. So does that sound like a number nine to you? No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but he he was um, like apparently he was like excellent at conserving his energies. I thought that was another quote, and I was like. Conserving his energies, like isn't that the complete opposite of like what you want as a uh, as a footballer? Hmm. Um, I have no idea what that means. That sounds like a load of bollocks. <laughs> um, yeah. Have um, you got? Have you got anyone else? Uh, I've got a good one. It's uh, George Campos or Jorge Campos or oh, Georgie Campos. Just do Georgie Campos. Georgie Campos. <laughs> um, so right, I've got some good stats for him about you. I mean, when I say Campos, what do you think of straight away? Jersey. Yeah. Exactly. Made his own kits, bedazzled the striker with your like mental. Did kit. he make his own kits? I think he did design his own kits. Yeah, whether he actually stitched them what and sewed them man. himself, but yeah, like you know, a man before his time, a proper metrosexual. Ni- the Nike, the Nike reps got into the Mexico train changing grounds. Oh, new kit, new kit. Here we go. How about you think, boys? Not, it's not for me. Um, <laughs> this is. Yeah. And why, why? What's wrong with it, Georgie? It's just. There's no fluorescent colours in it. Yeah, I don't look like a cockatiel. Cockatiel. <laughs> yeah. Is that what that is? Cockatoo. A, a cockatoo, sorry. You don't look like a cockatoo. <laughs> like a cockatiel. Um, 
but yeah, um, so famously very short goalkeeper, five foot six, um, would um, stand on the match ball in the team photographs. So he would be in the middle behind the people who are crouching. So he would just stand on the ball, which I think is a genius That's idea, brilliant. actually. So, you know, you probably like, yeah, they're like, whoa, what's happened to him? I don't think that would actually work, you know, if the striker's bearing down on you, though. Like, no. get, you know, go to the ball. Well, give him the ball quickly. I'll uh, stand on it. But can you imagine that if somebody did save a, a shot on target by jumping and then standing on the ball? Oh, right. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like, sort of like someone catching a bullet in their teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So go on then. And then Jorge Campos. Scored 34 goals in his, uh, in his club career because he started as a striker, which is, makes me maybe think that maybe the reason we, why he wore number nine um, was because he, you know, he was started as a striker and he wore number nine there. But from, from looking a bit of footage that I found, he wore like 11 or something like that. So, and I think also he wasn't like, oh, I was a striker once, so I want to wear number nine, you know, recapture my youth. He was just like... I'm the fucking star of the show here. I'm the main event. I'm wearing number nine. I d- he would only wear... I don't think he wore it... Probably should have worn number 10 then. <laughs> yeah, true. Side split has. Uh, but he is quite small and slight, so, you yeah. know. But then some 10s are like that, aren't they? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we should um, find out his email address and tell him or send him, like, some uh, hate mail of some description. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Troll he, him. Yeah, we could just troll him. Yeah, exactly. I'm so fucking old, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Write him a strongly worded letter. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I think he was a, he's a great contender for a number nine yeah. because, you know, he's a goalkeeper. Um, yeah, the complete uh, kind of arch enemy of most number nines. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Poacher turned goalkeeper <laughs> yeah doesn't doesn't have to be more complicated than that um i've got another one yeah uh, have you got any more how many have you got uh, i've only got one more all right why, uh, why don't you do yours i'll do mine and then we can you know call the whole thing off yeah exactly yeah <laughs> decide that i was right and it's your gay campus <laughs> so the other um uh player i'd like to volunteer mm-hmm. for the, uh, a slot in the uh, wrong in 11 mm-hmm. would be Lars Bohinen. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah 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 so, so then, do, do people remember him i mean i vaguely do was it forest he played for forest yeah so signed by frank clark uh oh. late mid 90s yeah from kind of like a uh, a norwegian team called young boys I think. oh i've heard of them um, they, I bet you have. Um, he was signed for four hundred and fifty thousand pounds. That's terrible. <laughs> so low. Carry on. Four hundred and fifty thousand pounds um, by Forest. Played and and had um, like when Forest were kind of shit in the Premier League. When but were they but he scored like he he was a decent kind of attacking midfielder, playmaker. Yeah. And was I remember, what was he? Was he like a right midfielder or something? Kind of. I, he he played. Um, I think he was just like a lazy midfielder who okay. kind of just. Didn't really get back. Yeah, yeah. Sort of carte blanche. <laughs> yeah. Sort of would just wander where he wanted. Um, but he he was quite good at scoring from corners. Yeah. So he had a good... Um, directly from the directly corner. corner. Oh. From corner. I've so. done that a few times. Really? Have you ever done it? With your, um, you know, with your wand, with your left-footed wand. Uh, I'm going to say yes, because no one <laughs> can prove it that I didn't. Oh, right, okay. I, I mean, did you take corners as a... I uh, did, yeah. Did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to tr- trot over from left-back. Yeah. Leave it there, Lee. I've got this. Like, like the, the, like the right-back will hold on to any kind of throw-in. I've got this. Yeah. The, the left-back would do a similar sort of thing. Would trot across and be like, no, 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 no. It's from that side. I'm the only left-footed player in the team. It needs to be an in-swing. I'm taking it. And then you just kick it off. Exactly. You just had another <laughs> shot again. <laughs> you don't shoot, you don't score. Well, yeah. from corners. Um, yeah, I've, I've had a few that went in that have like, I mean, the, 
I think I've had three go in, I think, but um, two of them were very, very windy. <laughs> uh, and the other one, I think there was probably Jorge Campos in goal, so it was very easy. Um, so, yeah, yeah Bahinen. So, Bahinen, yeah, so Bahinen was kind of yeah, a bit of a, a free kick specialist. Yeah. Um, and he uh, went from uh, Forest to Blackburn Rovers. Yeah. For they they kind of met his um, buyout clause of seven hundred thousand pounds. After the year year after they'd won the Premier League title, and then he didn't he barely played for them. Did he wear nine at Blackburn as well? Uh, no, Shearer. no, no, no. The SAS. Yeah, SAS, of course they had that tied up. Um, yeah, and then and then he went for and he barely played at Blackburn, and then signed for Derby for the Rams. Oh, 1. right. Five mil. Oh, you must have been made up. Silky. I yeah. mean, like he's such he a took, silky player. Was it, who else was playing at Derby at the time? Was this when you had one chop? Or yeah, it? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The yeah. only player I, I know. <laughs> yeah. So we had Stefano Aranio, Aliosa yeah. Vasanovic. We had two Croatian uh, internationals. Really? No less. Um, wow. Igor Stimak. Yeah. Um, this is when we were. This is when you were wearing that same kit that we spoke about in a, yeah. a couple of episodes ago. Where they, or was it last episode, where they had the sponsored by Puma and kit made by Puma as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably what drew Bohin in there. He's yeah. like, this is a team that's going. They're going places. They've got this. They've got the same logo on twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had um, yeah, and Aliusa Rasanovic. So he had a wonderful effort as well. Bagged the number ten jersey and um, cool. And yeah, so he was he was um, for me a player who kind of. Uh, really was not a goal scorer of regular note. Mm-hmm. He just kind of, you know, floated in and out and, you know, kind of a bit of a journeyman footballer, I'd yeah. say. What I did learn about him was that he once refused to play for the Norwegian national team um, against France in protest of uh, the French army. Uh, sorry, after the French army had been carrying out Isn't nuclear tests interesting, in listeners. the South Pacific. <laughs> So what Tim's cleverly done there is saw Lars Bohinen, saw he wore number nine, then went straight to his Wikipedia page, and then anything that wasn't related to football lifted that and is now reading it to you guys. It's fascinating. It's really fascinating. But I was hoping that it might tee you up to say something funny. Oh, well, in in a way of just taking the piss out of you, I suppose it has. Um, I'm I'm surprised you missed the trick there because this isn't mine, but let's just talk about him briefly. We talked about Khalid Bilaruz. Yeah. But um, what about Steve Sidwell? Because he wore number nine the following season, didn't he, for Chelsea? He did. He and he did. is not a number nine either. I mean, one, he's ginger. Two, he's a midfielder. Three, <laughs> he's shit. Four, um, well, I don't know. You don't, do you need a fourth reason? No. You just I give Steve you nine Sidwell. reasons. <laughs> uh, maybe we had nine lives. Yeah. Maybe, no, no, that's not going to work. No. Um, he would, so Chelsea had like um, a bit of, or they do have a bit of history with the number nine shirt. Yeah. In that they just can't seem to be able to hire anyone who is good in it. <laughs> who can do a nine, yeah. Or, so, we, yeah. so we did like a little bit of research and we were looking, we kind of wanted to look at back at the previous number nines who have inhabited the number nine jersey. Yeah. And just go back from like over the last 10 years. Yeah. You've got Matai Kesman. Yeah. Shy, scored a couple of goals. Yeah. Hernan Rubbish. Crespo. He was good was, before, um, but he was he was in that sort of, Juan Veron school of uh, players coming over from Syria, being great player, and then just and Shevchenko as well, just toilet, absolute toilet in in the Premiership, and then and then everyone like who people who you know maybe have watched football Italia a couple of times, and you know 
you know, that's about it. We're going like, he's fucking shit. What are talking? What's all the fuss about with this guy? And it's like, and I felt more of it was like that's a. I think it's more of a slight on us that Hernan Crespo and Juan Veron and Andrei Shevchenko can't flourish in this country. It's not their problem or their fault. I feel like we had it was our, our we can't of, accommodate of, a good footballer. Our style of football was too bustling, too physical. <laughs> yeah, Juan Veron is um, now president at Estudiantes. Is he? Um, FYI, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Crespo, yeah, so we had um, uh, Kesman Crespo, then Boularoos, then old Stevie Sids. Yeah, Sidders. Then Sidders. Then Franco De, I don't know if you remember Franco De Santo. Vaguely, vaguely, like, kind vaguely. of beanpole of a striker who, like, kind of, they bought him early doors. Then yeah. he was, like, 15, 16 from an Argentine team. And then never made the grade. Went out on loan at Wigan. Never made the grade there. And then I think kind of slid down the league. Fucking hell. And then Torres for 50 mil. Cool, 50 mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Falcao. Yeah. Um, so all, all, all basically players Falcao, who either are Falcao? shit. Was he, he, did they co- he didn't cost much, but he had to pay him in, in wages like a, a shitload or something, yeah. wasn't it? They've yeah. wasted a lot of money on nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've wasted uh, a lot of money on nines. Yeah, done basically, shit if you, either, you either need to have been shit or mm. kind of are willing to play shitly <laughs> in the number nine shirt at Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think we've got a couple more nines, but um, let's just have a little break and then uh, we'll speak to you after Cause this. Because I'm tired. <laughs> Me too. And I want to refill my glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Ryan here from Football by Numbers. We strive to give you the most enjoyable listening experience possible. So if you've noticed some poorly researched stats, a mispronounced name, or something we've just said that's simply not true, please do get in touch at footballbynumbers at gofuckyourself.wedontcare. Thank you, and have a nice day. Okay, we're back. We're back. Yeah, um, who did we just talk about then? I can't remember. Uh, Chelsea, shit number nine. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, have you, so, got, you got some more? Yeah, I've got a few more. Um... This one, Darren Anderton. Now this sick note. Yeah, sick note. Yeah, um, I think when when we came up with this concept, not, um, Darren Anderton was one of the first ones that came out because that really stuck out for me as a, as a, as a, as a youngster. Um, just seeing a sentiment. Did you, did you like him or did you uh, not like him I as didn't, a player, as a personality? I felt indifferent. I didn't respect being. him. Certainly, he was. Um, yeah, he looked like a bit of a, a bit of a pushover. Um, not very, and obviously that goes with the the sort of um, a bit weedy, a bit weedy. I mean, let me try and describe him for you because he's got a very long face, hasn't he? Straight I do away. remember him having a long face. So if you like, and a why, shit haircut. Yeah, yeah, sort of side parting before Beckham did it or anything. It was, it was like sort of a sweeping side parting, very just old fashioned and effeminate. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, very long face. Why the long face, Darren? Is it because uh, you're injured? No, it's because I've got a long face. Um, also. One thing I just noticed from looking at him. <laughs> That's a good joke. Did you yeah. did you write that yourself I did. or did you Google it? No, no, no. I wrote that. That's good. I mean, I don't think I think I don't think I need to prove that because that was pretty average. <laughs> uh, it was in the delivery. Um, but another thing that I noticed about him, um, you know, when like someone, when you know, when okay, you've got your mate, and then you find out they've got a sister, and you go and meet, and you're like, oh, I wonder, I want to meet her sister. Maybe she sounds. I bet she's fit or something. And then she looks just like a female version of your mate. So, like, she's kind of a handsome woman. That's, I think Darren Anderson looks like that. He looks like a, your mate's sister. Do you know what I mean? Do, do you know what I mean by that? <laughs> I think so. I think, like, that he looks like he might be gender fluid. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why I'm like, 
you, you know, you're not a centre midfielder with any kind of strength or purpose. I kind of don't respect you. And you're not a, you're not a striker. Why are you wearing number nine? It was it really baffled me. And he wore it for years at Tottenham. Um, he did, he did. And like, I guess like the thing about his time at Tottenham was it was like so, it was so marred by injury. Yeah. Like throughout his whole career. So there was like, so from 90, so I just read out like some of his injuries. Yeah, please do. Yeah. <laughs> not, November 92, hernia up. Ah. <laughs> October 94, t- torn groin muscle out oh. for five weeks. 95, hernia up. 90, Do you think October he was, this is when he was transitioning? <laughs> <laughs> They're all around that area. And he's like, oh, God, Garen, you're off again. Like, yeah, it's going to be about eight months this time. <laughs> I mean, this is back in the 90s. You know, this sort of uh, surgery wasn't going on every day. No, so there was, it was, was probably a long and, like, you know, painful <laughs> so, process. Poor Darren. So, I mean, literally, I'll just read October 94, Torn groin muscle. Yeah. Uh, August 95, hernia up. Uh, 95, October. October 95, like, groin injury. 96, groin injury. September 96, groin injury. Oh. May 97, groin operation. Um, and then after that, <laughs> it's more, it's, it's, it's uh, pre-season hamstring, knee injury, groin injury, Achilles. Whoa, I didn't uh, know he had so much going on in his groin. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know he was a groin. I thought he was just like a knee guy or like, he looked like a classic ankle. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, where it's like... Glass ankles. Yeah, like, um, but, and, and then one thing I did find out about him <laughs> again through... <laughs> Darren was transitioning during yeah. the night. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, do you know, he picked up the nickname Sick Note at Portsmouth before he joined Tottenham. So from, from day one, he was, he was injury prone. Um, a bit like Avi Diaby from last week, but at least he'd be able to carve out some sort of career. I think Anderton had this knack of being... Um... Permanently pre-op? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just like fit just at the right time. Um, he would always be kind of like fit about with about 10 games to go at the end of the season before a big tournament. And inevitably, like, you know, Venables is picking him, Hoddle's picking him. People have got Tottenham, like, you know, roots or, yeah. or maybe have some sort of, um, I don't know, skeletons in their closet, which Darren's got info on. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you and, better pick me. <laughs> exactly. You, Darren bet, would, you, Darren better, would. you better pick me. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember his goal that he scored against Sweden? The, the one that hit both posts and in? It no, was, but I love those types of goals. Yeah, it was. Um, so it was like midway up. It wasn't top corner, but it was. It was halfway up the goal. It was. Um, I think it was in a a, a sort of preseason tournament. Um, you know, they do ones the year before uh, when a tournament's going to be in that Le country. Noir. Yeah, it oh, was the like, Confederations Cup. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they had a name for it then. I think they were just sort of coming up with these concepts. So it was a tournament in England the the year before Euro '96. It was a Euro '95. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and he. Yeah, he scored this absolutely. I think it was on the half volley, you know, 30 yards out. It's gone. It's hit but one post, gone straight across, hit the other post and then gone in. And you're like, that is a thing of beauty. And he broke his ankle in the process. <laughs> yeah, he sort of went off straight away afterwards. Ow! It's like, oh, he's take a bow. And it's like, no, 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 I'm just, I'm limping. Um, but yeah, anyone he, else? Uh, Have we got some more info on Darren? Darren okay. keeps going. Oh, he's, right, he's, okay. he's, he's the Wikipedia page that keeps on giving. Um, he also... Um, turned... We've read Wikipedia, so you don't have to do this. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, he turned down a move to Manchester United in the summer of 1995 following that, t- that season when, um, you know, Dimitrescu, Klinsman, Popescu and all them guys were there. Um, but he's, he, um, he, he, he chose to stay there out of loyalty. And, uh, and then it, it says not. here um, a decision that he later regretted, <laughs> which I'm sure he did. But I, he, he, I think he turned down moves um, 
quite a lot in the, in subsequent years and um, always stayed. And then um, he never got a testimonial. He was there for 12 years and never got a testimonial. So that's... maybe they just added up all the games that he actually did play in. Like, that's say... about half a decade, mate. <laughs> Darren, like, you've, yeah, if cumulatively you've played three quarters of a season for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. Is it like that Alan Shearer kind of always talks about the fact that he didn't or doesn't regret um, not signing for uh, Manchester United? That's bollocks. In the slightest. <laughs> and I've always thought, I've always thought, me think you'd off protest too much there. Yeah, Alan. yeah. Stop bringing up the Stop. Man United yeah. again. We well, I could have, could, have signed, could have signed Sir Alan always tapping us up. Like, <laughs> All right, stop getting on about it, Alan. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, a couple more. I'm just going to li- just reel them out. Yep, I, know, yep. I know that we're like uh, you know, running out of time here. Um, Duff, 2002 World <laughs> Cup for Ireland. Lundberg, same World Cup for Sweden. Um, Paul Merson for the two seasons after Burkamp came. Nurse, don't wear number nine. Um, Stephen Island, who is um, scum, <laughs> wore number nine uh, for, uh, I think, a couple of... No, he wore it for, for, for Aston Villa in the 2010-2011 season. Um, and then Scott Sinclair wore it for two seasons at Villa as well. Um, anyone got anything to say about Scott Sinclair? No, I didn't think so. Um, Paul Ince did it, and uh, that's about it. Um, Paul, Paul Ince, Paul Ince um, yeah, we wanted to make sure that he maintained his governor type status yeah but given that his playing abilities were like dwindling you know, yeah. I'm on fucking number nine right <laughs> I don't like, fucking care you're at Middlesbrough mate <laughs> have it <laughs> you can have nine anyway um, I think uh, we'll come back in a minute and talk about um, who's going to win the number nine shirt but before we do that we'll do our um, usual feature of uh, Killing Time and here's the, uh, the theme tune Playing for time. You time wasting bastard. That was a lovely theme tune, wasn't it? It was catchy, catchy as fuck. Um, so anyway, so have you got any um, anything you want to get off your chest this week? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, you asked, you asked me um, before off whilst we were off air. Off mic. Off mic, and I said no then. And yeah, and then I forgot. Uh, I've got a few things. None of them are that good. Um, so I just hope I maybe my mind. The wall. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. See what sticks. Well, I'll tell you what. Speaking of shit. It's funny you say that because I want to talk this week. We talked a bit about him last week, but it's Dan Walker from uh, from uh, from Football Focus okay. fame. Dan Walker, presenter, broadcaster, host. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What, what do you think of him? I mean, we we talked about him last week. We said, he, you know, describing him would be like uh, like ready salted crisps, um, and you said that's not a flavour at all. But I think, um, yeah. If you were talking in, in the pizza world, he's margarita. In the beer world, he's Foster's. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. Same, it, same principle. They're, he's, they're kind of their base ingredients. They're not really adding anything to the equation. No, yeah. He yeah. is boring, plain. Plain, I think is the word, isn't it? He is uh, plain. And I think that was probably the thinking from a, um, from a producer, commissioner kind of perspective. Yeah. If you're kind of Tony Hares. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're kind of thinking... I mean, he walks into your office. Yeah. Um, he shuts the door behind him. Shuts the door behind <laughs> him. Because he is nice and polite. Um, with his um, with his um, medium-sized Costa coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shirt Cut, tucked in. Shirt tucked in. Um, is he wearing a tie? No, because he's a case of casual. He's, yeah, he's, he's true, smart casual. True, true, he's smart true. casual. He's I mean, not, he, he vibes off I'd, that. I'd actually he? say like to wear a tie to a job interview now is like relatively eccentric. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's, it's a bit like, like a Vince Cable tie. I don't know if you've yeah. seen those, lovely. They're really colourful. What's a Vince Cable? Is that one of the ones that's like those um, those cowboy ones? That's just two pieces of string hanging out. <laughs> no, Vince Cable is the um, the um, Liberal Democrat leader. Oh, well, and he's the old dude who wears like this, has really colourful ties. Oh, really? Like was he? <laughs> which, which Dan wouldn't wear. No, no, no. That is not Dan. That is off-brand for Dan. Yeah, Dan Dan, Dan just buys most of his things from Burton. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and is just a bloody sound guy yeah. who, you know, you know is always going to be the first one at any kind of event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. Oh, I didn't know you were coming, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I got the invite and yeah. I RSVP'd immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, is... Um, is uh, Matt coming? Matt's coming, isn't he? It's not just us. No, no, two. no, no. Matt, uh, Matt couldn't make it, unfortunately. Oh, right, but okay. um, yeah, but I'll, 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 I'm here. Cool, cool. Yeah. Right, right. Well, Do you need I'll, a lift home later? Because I, I did drive. I'm, I'm probably going to stay for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, uh, you know, well, I'll send your regards on to everyone else who's coming because I think I am about 45 minutes early. That's why I see you here myself, actually. Uh, but yeah, Dan, um, I just don't understand how he got that job. It's it's not that, um, you know, football focus has its place and it needs to be kind of, it's it's early in the morning. It doesn't need any, it doesn't need to be sexed up or anything. <laughs> it said 10 past 12. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am a late riser <laughs> on the weekends, you know, because uh, I like to party hard on the Friday night. I'm like, Dan, I mean. I, <laughs> no, Dan doesn't. Dan's, yeah. Dan's I mean, tucked up. Dan, I bet, the thing is though, if you if you said to Dan, like, uh, you know, you're coming out on Friday, Dan. He'd he'd he wouldn't lie to you, but he would say like, you know, he would say something like, yeah, get get the uh, the get the Jaegers in. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or it's it's he's so like. Um, unimaginative or and just behind the times on things like that on like he's sort of he's yeah he's, just always playing catch up yeah a bit exactly. like he is with Mark Lawrence's jokes <laughs> yeah yeah Mark hates him Mark he? does hate him I think Mark I think Mark thinks I think Mark sees so I, I hate Mark Lawrence yeah I'm yeah, just gonna yeah. put that out there <laughs> who doesn't um but I think Mark kind of also recognizes the plainness in um his presenter yeah and then goads him with really really shit um, punditry right uh, yeah and like sort of sarcastic um sort of conversation ending comments yeah well well you would wouldn't you yeah like, well that's no come on you've got to end on an out there laura don't end on another question like like he'll go so dan will ask him a question so um lukaku 75 million hey laura is that too much for a player who's never played in the champions league well you know um well, he plays up front, and, and if they're and they're willing to pay for it, so what do you think? Something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and then, well, uh, well, well, hang on. Uh, didn't didn't Man United just pay seventy five million for him? Come on, think think about it. Yeah, think about it, Dan. Yeah, and then and Dan's like, <laughs> oh, Laura. Oh, Laura. Anyway, do, he, you know, he won't go. Fuck off, Mark. Like this is not how it works. I say something as a leading question, and that's your introduction to. So like to, you know to say embellish. something, so, yeah, say something of note that is mildly opinionated. Doesn't really matter about what the, the question that I've asked you. Just say something that's kind of interesting. But Dan will take that because Dan knows his place. He's just uh, yeah. He so I'm just so I'm on Dan's that. website. Um, he's got his own website. He's got his own website. It's Dan, on the Wikipedia. DanWalker.tv. Um, Dan Walker, presenter, broadcaster, host. Yeah. Now, can, sorry, before you keep going, can you just describe the look of the website? Mm. Is it? Look, Guess what colour the background colour uh, is? I reckon it's um, royal blue fading into dark blue. It's a, a rich white. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. What was I thinking? <laughs> okay, go on. So, Dan Walker, presenter, broadcaster, host. So, like, you've got, 
you know, a couple of seconds to really um, reel people in with some really catchy prose, early yeah. doors to, okay, to yeah. kind of establish what what, yeah. what your site's about, your ethos, your brand, your kind of your tone. Welcome to my website. <laughs> <laughs> dear viewer. And then dear browser. And then Dan goes on to say, Welcome to my website. Feel free to have a good look around. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, now that you've said that, Dan, I bloody I'm gonna have a good look around. <laughs> I'm gonna go to uh, the bio or I'm gonna go to contact us. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, um, just so just so we're absolutely crystal on yeah. what's happening on this page. On this page, you can see what I've been up to recently. But do have a good poke around the site. So just in case you didn't kind of catch what he really wanted you to do in the first sentence, yeah. he just reiterated to have a good look around. What, um, so what else is there? What's on offer at DanWalker.tv? So he then goes on to titillate by saying, you'll be able to see more of what I've been busy with, what's coming up, or you can send me an email if you've got a burning question or simply <laughs> want to tell me what the shirt I wore on telly last week was a shocker. No, no, because he's never worn a shocking shirt, and it's not because he's good at dressing. It's just he's only got like seven types of right, shirt, yeah. and they're no, all he's... different shades of of light blue. Yeah, he's really trying to like kind of eat into Loro's kind of yeah. um, reputation there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck off, Dan Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's leave it there. I mean, uh, I think that's as good as any. And and for an idea that was half an idea, or just just or just literally two words, Dan Walker. We really squeezed a lot out of that, didn't we? Um, we did, we did. I mean, to be, uh, to be honest, of hate, uh, mutual yeah. hatred there's, of Dan there's Walker. Every, there's every chance, like, because I'm kind of working in the realm that industry. So Dan, um, Soz didn't mean it. If you did want to like tweet about us, I've seen you've got half a million followers. Give us a shout out. That'd be yeah. Great. Um, and then we'll turn our back on you straight away afterwards. <laughs> um, but yeah, feel free, Dan. Love you, Dan. Uh, yeah, okay, so um, one more jingle and then that'll be it and you'll be, you'll be absolutely chuffed to know that we're nearly over, listener. Um, it's probably going on a bit. A bit of Windy Pops. <laughs> <laughs> That's that white wine going down not so smooth. Tesco. G'day, this is Mark Paducah, the striker with the exceptionally wide head. To the left of me, I've got Harry Kill. To the right, Lee the Bastard Bowyer. This is football by numbers. Get it in here, you can. We've come to the, uh, the critical moment in the podcast where we decide uh, who fills that number nine jersey. Yeah, um, it's been an emotional ride, hasn't it? It has. It's been really emotional this one. Um, so for me, because uh, I barely did any research this week, yeah, um, I'm gonna have to suggest either one of your uh, two suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I um, mean, um, so I think we either go with Campos or Anderton. Yeah. Um, uh, quick, do you want to? Uh, I'll go in. You go in favour of Campos. I'll go in favour of Anderton. Okay. Is yeah. that what you think? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Go, go first. What, I mean, why should he be wearing number nine in our all-time wrong eleven? Um, poacher turned goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Short and sweet, like and Jorge Campos. Like Jorge Campos. I bet he's a real like sweetheart. I bet he is. I think yeah. he is. He looks like a really like lovely guy. Yeah. Um, lovely kids. Do you reckon he wears those, they, 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 that, that kind of um, hue outside of the football pitch? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I don't. Th- do you know where he's from? 
Mexico? Yeah, but whereabouts? Acapulco. Oh, Going loco down in Acapulco. <laughs> I've got to give it to him. Yeah. Well, come on, why? Well, why, you, why you've got to. You say that, but then Darren Anderton, old horse face. <laughs> old man who looks like a woman. Old transgender Darren. Uh, I think just number. He should get number nine because um, if 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 we're just looking at the the final eleven when we get to it, Darren Anderson number nine will just stick out quite badly. It would be quite bad. Like I think he wore it for a very very long time for his for the length of his career. That yeah. was like that was the most substantial. Campos sort of wore it later <coughs> on his career when he was like. Post like World Cup '94, when everyone just sort of paid attention to him and was like, "Hey, I'm that wacky guy." And then, and then they were like, "All right, you can have nine now. You can wear what the fuck you want. You're playing in the MLS. We'll take any. We're just glad that you're even in this country." <laughs> so like, he got nine. He was Donald like, Trump was fuming as he got in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He couldn't get over the wall, could he? <laughs> um, but the um, but Anderton just no, yeah. persisted I mean, I, with nine, and, it and was, I think yeah, the, the kind of the the tenacity of the guy to kind of keep on <laughs> taking number nine every preseason injured, yeah, and <laughs> just going, well, I'm, no, I'm number nine, I'm number nine, Klinsman, you can't have it, <laughs> I'm number nine. It's sort of different wanted. I'm normally number. Eight. I am popping in on my Volkswagen Beetle. I play for one season. Take the league by storm and then say, fuck off to Munchen. Um, and Darren Anderson's like, all right, I'm staying and I'm, you know, I'll get a testimonial one day. And then he doesn't. And then he never does. So what do we think then? Yeah, go on, give Anders, us a sick note. Yeah, Darren, Darren Anderson, um, file number Pretty nine. Pretty optic note. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, well, um, yeah. That's let's it, let's isn't leave it? it there, I think. Yeah. Um, that was a fun one. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed uh, that one as well. I hope good. you enjoyed that too, listeners. Um, and what have we. Listener, what... let's not hedge our bets. Oh, yeah, <laughs> listener. Which number should we go for next week? What do you think? Uh, number seven, maybe? So seven, yeah. Number three? Uh, what do you think? Seven, let's do seven. Let's do number seven, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, see you next week. Yeah, thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye. Yes, you